If you lost your mother to death, or if your mother was emotionally absent or narcissistic, then you have missed the nurturing care of a mother. As we'll explore in this podcast, Nurturing Words, Voices of Experience. Being a motherless daughter means being part of a club that no one wants to be in. The good news is while you are unique, you are not alone. What if we told you Motherless Daughters Ministry has 20 years worth of pearls of wisdom to help you on your mother loss journey? It's true. And we are sharing all of these pearls with you through this very podcast, Nurturing Words, Voices of Experience, sponsored lovingly by Motherless Daughters Ministry. Hi, welcome to episode number 57 of Nurturing Words, Voices of Experience. I'm your host, Gladys Bell. Today, we're going to share the story of guest blogger Kathy Crosby about her journey of self-discovery. She tracks her experience of moving past life-changing events to her true identity. This is another Voice of Experience. God is the one who I've pressed into during difficult times in my career. And as I've navigated my journey as a motherless daughter, He has taken these two life experiences to help me discover that my true identity is found neither in a career nor in being motherless. It is found in the one true Christ. I'm thankful for the academics coming forth and speaking out about the abuses in higher education that have been going on. My Me Too story begins long before women started coming out, but it isn't the first story of abuse of power in higher education. It happened when I was a grad student. The perpetrator wasn't even a professor, but this married academic who had fantasies of having an affair with a young grad student, making promises of propelling my career with the vast number of articles we would publish together. If only I would forsake my commitment to God. However, for me, there was no compromise. Unfortunately, my Me Too story didn't end in graduate school. It continued at another institution of higher education, where I was a faculty member. This incident was perpetrated by several faculty and administrators and in some ways has derailed my career and identity as an academic. The passivity of the faculty and administrators was what stood out. They refused to stand up and do what was right. This passivity is similar to what I've experienced as a motherless daughter. You may have experienced this as well. Mothers with mental illness and fathers who care for them often passively stand by while their daughters are undergoing abuse in many forms. However, despite my Me Too instances and being a motherless daughter, thankfully, neither of these have derailed my relationship with or my faith in God. He has not been passive in his relationship with me and isn't in his relationship with you. He is always with us. He never leaves us, never forsakes us. From Hebrews 10 and 6. And as God has promised, he uses all things in our lives, the good and the bad, for our good. From Romans 8 and 28 which he did with my career struggles and my experience of being a motherless daughter. 
Over the past several years, he has taken my career struggles and being a motherless daughter to help me discover that my true identity is not found in a job, nor is it in being labeled motherless. Rather, my identity is found in being a daughter of the Most High God from being saved by the one true Christ. But it has taken time for me to understand and accept my identity of being a motherless daughter. Maybe you relate. We embrace the identities of daughter, sister, aunt, niece, friend, nurse, teacher, lawyer, small business owner, and so on. But motherless? The motherless identity is much harder for us to accept. The difficulty with accepting this identity is the other identities are additive. They identify us as being more of a person, having more of a personhood. Being motherless highlights what has been subtracted from us. No one wants to highlight what's missing or absent, not in our professional or social circles, and especially not on social media, where we have images to maintain. What the culture fails to show us is that all of us have a lacking part of our identities, a part that is without Christ, from Romans 3 and 10. The good news is that Christ didn't come to leave us lacking. He came to give us abundant life, to add to our lives beyond what we could ever ask for or imagine. From John 10 and 10 and Ephesians 3 and 20. We were fearfully and wonderfully made by him. Psalms 139 and 4. He knows us better than the person closest to us does. Psalm 139. We are daughters of the Most High God. Zechariah 9 and 9. We are his masterpiece and he has created us to do good works. Ephesians 2 and 10. He rejoices over us. Zephaniah 3 and 17. So, while yes, as motherless daughters, we may be missing something here on this earth, Jesus came to fill this void. Let's look daily to him to do this and ask him to show us what it is to have our identities found only in him. We are daughters of the Most High King. This is who we truly are. Now we're going to take a moment and share with you something we're really excited about. We have a brand new addition to our website. The Memorial Tribute Wall is an opportunity to honor and pay tribute to the women who have made a difference in your life. For many, it will be mother. For some, it will be grandmother, aunt, teacher, or another special woman who nurtured you at a time you needed it the most. A tribute donation offers you a way to celebrate the special women in your life while supporting our ability to provide resources to women worldwide to facilitate healing from the impact of loss. Memories are a part of the journey ahead. Visit the Memorial Tribute Wall on the homepage of our website, www.motherlessdaughtersministry.com There are many aspects to our identity. 
Some of them, like physical characteristics and ethnicity, we are born with or have inherited. Other aspects of identity evolve because they have to do with our choices and preferences. Life-changing events help to shape our lives, but do not define them. Unless we allow it to happen, our past does not define us or our future. The formation of our identity evolves over time through self-exploration. Sometimes our thoughts and beliefs are conditioned by outside influences and things that happen to us. The only thing we can control is how we respond to the events in our lives. Kathy Crosby has so eloquently communicated her experience of moving past experiences that threatened to define her. She refocused her attention from deficits to abundance. It was intentional. It was a choice to discard destructive ideas and beliefs and to direct her thoughts, conversation, and actions to a positive philosophy. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast. If you are in need of more nurturing words and voices of experience, we encourage you to listen to our other episodes, hit subscribe, and come check out our Motherless Daughter resources on our website at motherlessdaughtersministry.com. You can also find us on our YouTube channel and in our Facebook community, Motherless Daughters Ministry. We hope you'll come visit us and we look forward to you joining us again next time. Until then, stay well.